Hey, all you girl bosses out there in the world, it's your girl Shay, and you're tuning in to Real Girl Boss Talk. And you already know, your sis got some good tea that's good for your soul. So today's topic is stop trying to fill your void with something that doesn't do you no good. Now what I mean by filling a void, let's first just define what a void is. A void is like an empty feeling like it's an empty hurtful feeling that lies in the midst of you and it's usually there because somebody done hurt you or from something from the past done hurt you or something that really traumatic um happened in your life that certain event happened in your life and you just can't shake it like it, it won't go nowhere that memory still lies deep inside of you it's usually a, a hard topic for you to discuss and it becomes a void and sometimes we try to fill that certain void with with something that that will like make us like cope with it just a little bit better or to make us kind of forget forget about it or it just subdues the pain for for a little bit now a lot of times when we have a void we might try to fill that void with certain things that can be toxic to us and our lives and we think for the meantime you know that it's doing us good and that it's helping us out in a sense but all in reality it's not it's not even helping us it's just if anything it's adding on to it it's adding more more pain to it it's 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 like basically, you know how like when you um, you fall, right? You get a cut, you get a boo-boo. And immediately when you get that cut in that boo-boo, you know, you clean it, you clean the wound, you, you know, you put your peroxide or whatever, your ointment or whatever like that, and then you put a Band-Aid on top of it, right? And that's usually with a, with a void. A lot of times we try to um, cover up that wound, cover up that, that traumatic event that that pain that that lies within us we try to cover it up with a bandage and that bandage is usually you know like I said before with with people with with drugs with um you know with drinking uh with toxic things period we try to we try to cover that wound up because you know you don't want to deal with it at that time being you get what I'm saying and that's not a good thing because even with a boo-boo, a scratch, a wound, it doesn't need that band-aid 24-7. You get what I'm saying? That band-aid needs to come off. And why does it need to come off? Because it needs to heal, right? Right? You need to take the bandage off so that it can heal properly. And that's just like with us. We need to expose that void for us to be able to heal, Right? For us to get over what's going on. For us to make that process of healing. Because as long as you just go ahead and you keep applying that band-aid over the void that you are going through. Guess what? Ain't nothing ever going to change about that that wound. It's never going to change. And that's why I'm discussing this topic. Because I want change to occur for all of you girl bosses out there in the world. And you know, a lot of times... As girl bosses, we we try to hold our heads up high. We try to make it seem like we're so strong, which we are. But a lot of times, you know, we try to put on a facade that, you know, we got it all together. And that, you know, we're whole, we're happy, and all of that. But 
behind closed doors is really not that you know we're really hurting we're really going through something we're just trying to you know make it day by day and that's what a lot of us you know and sometimes you know you need a vent you need to expose you know what you're going through not saying you know you just go out there and you tell everybody you know your deepest darkest secrets or your deepest darkest hurt or you know an an event that really happened to you that really done you know did you and I'm not saying that you let everybody into what you done went through but what I'm saying is don't suppress um you know that void and that hurt don't suppress it you know vent expose it for what it is and you know so that you can go ahead and you can heal correctly now i'm going to discuss with y'all because i feel like um with with you guys that that is currently listening i feel like um we're growing a bond every episode i'm growing a bond with with y'all and the reason why i say that is because you know i'm exposing myself and i'm pouring out who I am I'm pouring out bit by bit in these series and in these episodes not just for myself but for somebody out there to relate to um the things that I talk about and I want to make myself relatable because when I'm making myself relatable I'm making a connection and when I'm making a connection towards y'all you know it's getting it's getting to you guys and you know and it's causing you know a change and this is what this podcast is about it's about change it's about uplifting it's about encouraging it's about gaining strength it's about gaining knowledge and understanding of you know the things that sometimes you may not always have the answers for and I just hope that you know from out of this I can be that shed of light and you know really help y'all and I just you know want to be your sister and that's what it's really all about but I'm sharing with you you know, avoid that I've been currently going through. And I want to talk about, you know, how I've been dealing with it and what I've been doing to deal with it. So the void that I've been going through for the longest, and it's been going on for years ever since, you know, I, I was a child. And the void was the absent of my of my dad, my dad being absent in my life. And what I mean by that is, you know, um, when I was born, my mom and dad, they didn't, um, they didn't work out. It was a typical, um, you know, the young teenage love situation, you know, you get together, boy meets girl, have a baby. And then the dad, you know, he, he goes off and he does his own thing while the mom, she sits and she raised the child up. And, because my dad was absent as I was growing up into my teenage years and getting older and getting older, I would wonder like, why wasn't my dad in my life? Was it because, um, he wasn't um, acceptable of me? Like, was he, was he okay with me being his daughter? Was it that, you know, I wasn't good enough? Was it that, you know, he, he just didn't want to be a father to me. I was just had all these questions, you know, roaming inside of my head. And I was trying to figure it all out by myself. And a lot of times, you know, I went up to my mom about it, but she will always be like, you know, you will figure it out yourself when you get older. Cause she never wanted to bash my dad towards me. She wanted me to, you know, figure it out by myself or in due time as I got older. So like as time went on, you know, because my dad was absent and stuff, I felt like, you know, I was missing a big part of, of, of myself in a sense. I felt like I kind of lost my other half because a lot of times I would see other girls that was my age and they had their dads out, dads in their lives or like holidays would come up like Father's Day, Valentine's Day. And I see other girls, they have their dad, you know, do cute stuff with them or, you know, they're bonding with their dad. And I wasn't bonding with my dad at all. And I felt like, damn, like, what is it like 
where 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 did I go wrong? I felt like it was just me, and I was playing the blame game with myself. So in the midst of me going through that hurt that I was going through and my dad just being absent, I started looking for male figures, boyfriends and stuff like that. I started looking for other guys to fill that void that my dad was supposed to fill. And by me saying that, I was just looking for fatherly figures, but coming from um, boyfriends and my relationships. And that's that just was not a good thing that I was supposed to be doing but I didn't and half of the time I really didn't understand that that was something that I was truly doing until I got older in my 20s I started seeing it for myself because I was becoming like extra clingy um I was expecting every guy that did get into my life I was expecting for them to to leave me and to not want to be in my life and then not just that it was times where when they did walk out of my life it was hard for me to allow them to walk out of my life because I felt like I did not want another male figure leaving my life especially because my dad did it to me and he was you know the most important thing to me so I was filling that void with other men and I was looking for them to be everything that I thought my dad was supposed to be you know loyal honest so loving and caring about me you know so considerate and stuff like that and I was putting all these high expectations um with other men I was putting these high expectations on them and you know they were so unrealistic and they were unrealistic because at the end of the day I was really looking for my father at the end of the day you get what I'm saying and that just really it did something to me after a while it it just became me opening up that wound even more over the years as I kept dating and as I kept meeting um new 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 guys and you know gaining new boyfriends and stuff like that you know bit by bit I kept going through that same cycle where I'm looking for somebody to be exactly how my dad was supposed to be or how I expected my dad to be there for me I was looking for that those same type of measures and them same type of you you get what I'm saying I was just looking for that from all, out of all of them and like I said the expectations were very unrealistic because it it, it just couldn't come from the, them, them, them it had to come from my own dad so you know with that just being said um the void just got worse over time and I hated being by myself that's what that ended up turning into it turned into me not wanting to be alone I hated the fact of being alone so I kind of got to a point where I was like desperate to be in a relationship. I felt desperate. I felt like I had to be with somebody. And even if it was mediocre, like the person wasn't treating me right or, you know, they wasn't doing right by me. I would just take what, what was handed to me in a sense because I felt like anything was better than nothing. And that wasn't true. Because at the end of the day, I'm still a person. I'm still a woman. I still have standards. I still have boundaries. You get what I'm saying? And you're not supposed to let anybody do you in dirty or make you feel like less than. You get what I'm saying? Especially when you got a heart that's big. And my heart is so very, 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 very big. And that's always been me. And a lot of times I used to question, how can I have a heart that's so um, kind and caring and that's, you know, so giving and stuff like that? With all the stuff that I ever been throughout my whole life, not even just including, you know, an absent dad, but just growing up and, you know, being bullied and growing up and having people, you know, talk about my um, complexion and talk about just me, period. Um, it, it was a lot that came with me 
being me and it was like a lot of people used to bash me for being me so as I got older you know things changed as you get older you know people start maturing and then you know they start seeing you for who you really are and then they start saying you know you done glowed up and you know you're just beautiful all around but you know a lot of things have done transpired from the years and it really did have a wear and tear on on me but I never let it get to the point where it changed my character for the worse if anything it changed me for the better but back to what I was saying the void that I had got um it, it came from my dad that one that one void I'm going to discuss and you know I just started looking for male figures to you know fill that void and I started noticing after um like seven or eight months ago I really started realizing you know I need to, not even seven months ago, a year ago, um, I filled the void up with something better. And what was better was that I found something that I was so passionate about. I, I put my passion, my strong passion of wanting, wanting to be in a relationship into something totally different. And I put it into my businesses. And um, and I noticed that that's something I was doing was because um, when I started um, my brand, my lash brand, which is uh, I tend to lash out. If I never um, mention it or you didn't know, I have a lash business. It's called I tend to lash out. And when I started I tend to lash out, um, it was the best thing I could have ever did because it became my baby. And it became my baby because I had to start nurturing it. I had to tend to it. And it grew it grew over one year. And I mean, I'm not saying it's, um, you know, the best business that's out there or it's completely successful. But it's it done did so much good things for me. It's been so beneficial to me in my life, regardless of if it was income or compliments or remarks or, you know, just um, outreaching to other females and, you know, uplifting them and motivating them to start their own. I tend to lash out has just been um, a big success for me completely. And I put my passion into that. And it got to the point where, you know, I would stay up late nights and, you know, be just smiling, working on my business um, or, you know, just, you know, doing doing things that pertain to my business, whether it was working on a website, um, putting up new content on social media, engaging with my customers or creating um, a YouTube video for, for um that was um surfaced around I tend to lash out or just about anything that was pertaining to it it really brought me happiness and I feel that one I feel that that void that I had that void of being by myself and being alone I filled it with something I filled it with that and then I became happy with me being alone and even not just that I had my daughter. My daughter was my biggest, biggest, biggest comforter in the midst of me um, going through my void as well. And the reason why I say that was because all along, um, I felt like God blessed me with her. Not because, you know, he just said, hey, here's a, here's, here's a child. You know, that's a blessing, just having a child. But he blessed me with her at the right exact time. And the reason why I say that is because... My daughter came in a time, um, in a time span where I was really starting to become um, depressed and I felt like, you know, the void that I was going through and stuff like that, it was just deteriorating me. Like it was tearing me. It was becoming a wear tear at who I was and God gave her to me because he seen that I was looking for love in all the wrong places. So he gave me somebody who would love me back 
regardless. It would be an unconditional love regardless. And she was a big, um, she was a big part of filling my void and my hurt. You get what I'm saying? But also with all this just being said, I also noticed that I had to, in order for me to really, really heal, I had to expose the wound. And what I did was I went to the source and the source was my dad. I had to go up to him and me and him, we're not, um, at a bad place or anything like that. Like me and him, we have grown closer throughout the years and throughout months and stuff like that. We, we got a closer bond where we, uh, speak and talk to each other. We, we, um, go out sometimes, time, time again. Um, he's a good grandfather to my daughter and stuff like that. But, um, be, but, uh, regardless of all that, um, I had to go up to him and I had to tell him, I had to ask him questions. And I mean, questions that I needed, needed to be answered. And those questions was, uh, why weren't you there? What made you not want to be in my life? What made you be gone for so many years? Um, was I not good enough? Um, And can we get to a place where, though, you know, we're we're closer than ever? And and I got the answers that I needed. I really did. And when I got those answers that I needed, it hurt it like hell. And I mean, it did me in. But they were answers that I needed to find out. And after a while, I got the clarity that I needed. I got the comfort that I needed. And I got the reassurance that I needed. You get what I'm saying? And a lot of times we don't try try to address those wounds because, you know, we don't want to go back to the hurt that we felt before. You know, we just rather like, okay, I'll get over it, whatever. It is what it is. It's like you don't try to, you know, relapse back on, you know, the, the, the past hurt. But I knew that I had to go back and I knew that I had to address that void. I had to address the source of it. And that was my dad. And. And I knew that if I was to do that, I would be able to move on with my life. I won't keep picking these men that ain't doing me no good or keep choosing men that um, don't fit my lifestyle or my standards or my daughter's standards. Or, you know, I just won't keep going through this toxic routine that I'm steady going through. And I realized that it was a generational curse that was in my family because um, even with my dad, he he was going through um, stuff like that where his um, parent, his dad wasn't like um, involved like that. But, you know, that's another story. But, um you know, I'm realizing that it's a it's a generational curse, not even in my family, but with black society where parents, certain parents aren't in um, their children's life. And it, and it hurts and it hurts like hell. And sometimes we don't speak on it because, you know, we just normalize it. But at the end of the day, it's not normal. And the reason why I say it's not normal is because if it was normal, we wouldn't feel the way that we feel. It wouldn't hurt us so bad. It wouldn't cause us to um, make um, drastic crazy decisions um in our in our later years um of our adulthood you know and it affects our relationships or our love life and stuff like that like but basically what I'm just saying is um if you got a void or don't fill it with something toxic don't fill it with something bad don't fill it with something that's going to only subdue the pain just for the meanwhile or for a little bit of time fill that void with 
things that's going to do you good, things that you can actually benefit from, whether it's you um, exercising every day or you going to church or you meditating or you, um, you know, just venting or you going to a mediation group or a seminar group to talk about what you went through or you going to the source going straight to the source of what what started the issue what 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 caused the issue all I'm saying is address address that wound address it don't cover it up with little things with that bandage like I told you because that bandage is going to help only for that meanwhile it's not going to you know do nothing for the long term only for the short term so just think ponder on do you have a void are you currently hurt are you currently going through something that has been weighing you down for years are you over it and really think on those things and really you know um, try to figure it out. And I'm not telling you, you got to go through this by yourself because you don't. I'm here for you. Regardless of if you don't know me or do know me, just know I'm here. Um, you have a support system, whether it's your friends, whether it's um, close family members. I mean, you know, talk about these things. Don't Don't just take it in for what it is and think, okay, it's just me and I have to go through this by myself. No, sis, you don't have to go through this by yourself. That's what we have here. Here is a sisterhood. Here is, you know, a bond. Here is a movement. And I know this is only a podcast and it can only reach but so far. And, you know, it can only go but so far. But I'm telling you, as long as you have faith, as long as you believe, as long as you stay encouraged, as long as you have faith and you have hope, guess what? Everything will um be be better in due time and not just that lean not to your own understanding of what you are going through and what I mean by that is lean to God because just because you are going through things um we we tend to look at them through through our natural eye and you know and with our natural eye it can be deceiving and what I mean by that is that just because something could be ugly right now and you may be going through the worst time of your life or really be hurt based off of whatever it is that's hurting you, guess what? That could really be your testimony. That could really be a beautiful thing later down the road and you not even realize it. And um, yeah, because I realized that my void was a beautiful thing. And why was it beautiful to me? Because it done taught me so many lessons. It done created a beautiful character within myself. I created a strong woman. I created a woman that's not scared to love. A woman that's not scared to let her guard down or her walls down. A woman that is just her, that's real, that doesn't want to be nothing else but authentic. And I feel like I... I created that based off of the things that I did go through because I knew that I didn't want to hurt anybody. So I knew hurt, hurt knows hurt and hurt gives hurt. But I knew that I didn't want to be the statistical black woman, as everybody say that, you know, is, oh, she been hurt. She been, she been, um, she went through some stuff and, you know, it changed her. It made her bitter. It made her, you know, weak. I didn't, I didn't want that. I didn't want that. And I don't want that for you. Don't let your problems make you bitter. Don't let your um, problems make you weak. Don't let your problems um, become who you are. 
you know, and if they are becoming something, let it let it um be something. Let it turn into something great. Let it turn to and turn to your greater and get back to somebody else who's going through something that you that you're going through because you never know. A lot of times we all have things in common with one another and we don't even be knowing because we always what? We always got our our wall up. We always behind closed doors with it. Open up the door, step out. Be bold, be brave. And that's what this process is all about. Healing, being brave, addressing that wound. Stop letting that wound um, define, stop letting that wound not define you, but stop letting it hinder your, your growth. And that's what I mean, hindering your growth. But um, also, because of this podcast, because this is so um, such a sensitive topic and, you know, I'm addressing this topic topic um i want you ladies to take the time out to write down what's what's done hurt you i want you to write it down i want you to think on it i want you to pray on it and i want you to meditate on it and ask god what what should you do in order to fill the void and i lie to you not he will give you the answers that you are looking for also go um listen to khadija rainier podcast it's called uh, daddy issues i will also be um copying her link where you could go listen to her podcast called um daddy issues and this also ties into this um topic that i'm talking about and i listen to it and it's such on, on point and hopefully that could be of encouragement towards you and it can help you with um with, the, with like i said this healing process but share this podcast give me feedback on this podcast comment and give me feedback on what you want me to do to discuss for the next podcast and you know and like I said it's all about growth here it's all about love here I love you you are my sister forever and vibe out